Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I want to talk about perfection and perfectionism as a defense mechanism. Perfectionism is a fallacy in logic. It concludes that if all personal flaws or perceived flaws or weaknesses, vulnerabilities are removed, and if perfection is attained, then the inner chaos and pain and shame will subside. The individual suffering oftentimes does not realize that they are striving for, for perfection, but essentially is an, it is an escape into an idealized state where they will no longer feel their inner pain and shame, guilt, humiliation, and negative feelings stemming from within. It serves as a soothing agent for the inner uh, perceived flaws and shame, like I mentioned. When perfection is gained, however, it never really lasts long, maybe lasts a day, a week, a month, but ultimately it, the individual is left with what the inner feelings of, of negativity. It creates a lifelong pursuit for perfection. It really stems from childhood, where parents lack the attunement and awareness of the child's developmental stages. Uh, so when the parent is unable to identify where the child is holding and help them develop to the next stage of development by attuning to their needs and what they need to develop, oftentimes because the parent themselves has not worked through those stages and ultimately is underdeveloped, as in the case of narcissistic parents, then they ultimately set this child up for striving to reach a certain enoughness. Um, because they did not set the bar properly of achievement, then the child has no idea where they stand with regards to their development, and therefore will strive to be enough, to be accepted, to be able to reach a certain sense of I am developmentally okay because this does not happen. There's a certain sense of shame, a certain sense of humiliation, a certain sense of inability to live up to one's full potential. With narcissistic parents, the pathology of it is that they are aware that the child needs unconditional love on a visceral level, almost like oxygen. They need unconditional love. By not giving the child unconditional love, however, it forces them to sort of earn it, work for it. The child strives for unattainable goals, impossible expectations of perfection, and the idea is to run from these feelings of inadequacy um, because they don't feel capable of reaching goals or reaching the, or getting the love from the parent. It creates a carrot-on-the-stick effect where the child chases something that was unattainable, causing extreme humiliation and shame, as mentioned. So because the parents are the source of unconditional love. They are responsible for giving the child the one thing they do need, which is acceptance and love. By not giving this, mostly because they don't have it to give, they don't have self-love, they don't have acceptance within themselves, the child will, like I mentioned, erroneously conclude that if they can just work for it and get the parent's love, then they will finally be enough, be okay. And they'll work for it, they'll strive. They'll strive to be the best child the best narcissistic supply for the parent, make the parent feel good, look good, ultimately never getting the parent's approval or love, uh, creating an extremely exhausting uh, pursuit. And ultimately, oftentimes, children of narcissistic, uh, narcissistically abusive parents quit and give up on life because they realize and feel they can never get that love that they desperately want and need from the parent. This pursuit of the parent's love actually serves as a narcissistic supply. So the child works to be perfect in the parent's eyes. The parent kind of gets a rush off the child working to, to supply for them, obviously extremely sickening and pathological, as well as abusive. 
perfectionism ma manifests itself in many different ways. Firstly, uh, usually body perfectionism, success, perfect speech, saying the right thing at all the right moments, looking perfect, um, uh, degrees, success in business, success in relationships, ultimately, ultimately leading to a place of reaching one, the pinnacle of societal expectations uh, that are internalized within to create this perfect identity, per perfect sense of self that they can finally feel like they will be accepted and be enough. But ultimately, it does not lead to that. It leads to breakdowns. It leads to chaos. And it leads to an extreme feeling of emptiness and worthlessness as if one's personal goals uh, can never be attained, even though a person may reach extreme success and levels of this perfection. Uh, it's short term. It's not long lasting. And ultimately, it falls away. The false self of the narcissistic abuser, which most people operate on of somewhat of a false self, it's predicated on perfection. Once you are creating a false self, you can quite literally craft it as you wish because it is a lie. It is not true. It is false. Therefore, no matter how perfect it is, again, it is still a lie. It's not necessarily – it's not based on reality. It's based on idealized, idealization, fantasy dissociated dissociated state of reality and ultimately it is not true it is not predicated on the person's authenticity narcissistic abusers cannot handle the truth so the false self actually serves to avoid uh, and allow them to enter into this mentioned aforementioned alternative alternative and fantasy like reality this uh, any anybody who the narcissist uh, recruits to be a narcissistic supply is uh, really there to serve a purpose, to reflect back this false self, the, the, the perfection of this false self. When other people react to the perfection of the false self, the narcissist feels safe. They feel like they can live this lie, and other people around them believe it. Therefore, they can as well. Anything that reveals the truth or anything that hints to it, so this is why you see the scapegoat child who often is just the truth teller, uh, will be abused, shamed, and treated with absolute disdain because they are revealing the flawed premise behind this false perfected self. They're often discarded, destroyed, humiliated, and abused even worse because they are revealing the fact that this false self, this perfected, perfected perfectionism, this perfected state is simply not true. Victims of narcissistic abuse are usually walking on eggshells of this idealized false and perfect self uh, in order to reflect back to the abuser that the false self is valid, like I mentioned. This helps the narcissist stay in denial. So the victim of narcissistic abuse, victims of narcissistic abuse, I often hear and see are struggling with perfectionism because they're so desperate to get any form of connection and love that they feel that if they can just do it right, be right, be good enough, be acceptable, do it, get it right. They internalize these deep messages of neglect and abandonment as the need to be more, do more, have more, and be acceptable and finally be enough to be accepted by the parent. Um, ultimately, it never happens, which leads to a lifelong, exhausting pursuit of perfection, which never ends with fulfillment and happiness. So I want to give some tips on how to heal from struggling with perfectionism as a defense. Firstly, it's imperative to accept your perceived flaws and realize that vulnerabilities, flaws, don't make you weak. They make you human. We all have them. So it's important to understand that running from your flaws to, to an idealized state never ends with fulfillment. It always exhausts your resources and never ends well and never ends with happiness. Deal with your inner toxic shame. Toxic shame is at the core of the pursuit of perfection because we don't want to accept that we might not feel 
very good about ourselves. So facing that shame and dealing with it is important. Facing reality in its entirety. Don't deny aspects of it. Face everything about it. It's not easy to do, but important. Because when we do that, we can realize that no one's perfect. We're all human. We have flaws. We have things that are not, th things that we are, feel are unacceptable, whether it's with ourselves or society or those around us. Perfection is unattainable. Even if you reached perfection, it would ultimately fall away. Life is always changing, so therefore accept what is on life's terms and then make changes from there. Strive for inner peace, not for idealized love or perfection. So strive for finding yourself, getting to know yourself, getting to know who you are. Accept yourself. Accept yourself for who you are. You know, if, you don't, if there's things you don't like about them, try to fix them. If you can't fix them, accept them. This is who you are, and you are good enough as you are. And lastly, heal your wounds. Um, because if you have wounds, you'll feel flawed, you'll feel gross, you'll feel broken, and therefore it'll be more difficult to accept yourself as you are. And, and learn to be vulnerable with the fact that you have these wounds, you have part of yourself that maybe you don't feel good about. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor and pleasure to, to, to deliver this information to you. If you are struggling with perfectionism, if you're struggling to, be a, to recover from feeling toxic shame and from narcissistic abuse, please do reach out. I'd love to help you on your healing journey to self-accept, accept the things that you do not necessarily want to accept. Heal your wounds and create healthier thought patterns, relationship patterns and beliefs about yourself and about what, and healthier expectations about yourself so you can reach goals and feel good enough and not ever striving for acceptance, for success, and for perfection. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation to help you uh, identify if it's the mind map therapy is something that can help you. The mind map therapy that I use is a method of therapy to help you identify your childhood wounds, heal your, heal your programming, and help you have healthier relationships, ones that are predicated on what is reality and not necessarily fantasy-like perfection. Uh, we offer a free PDF of Dr. Judy Rosenberg's book. Dr. Judy has graciously allowed me to offer this to anyone who's listening. This is a book that she wrote called "Be the Cause: Healing Human Disconnect" that ident that works through that walks through the mind map system to help you better understand how I work with individuals to heal them. So please do reach out if you're struggling. Thank you once again for listening, and until next time, all the best.